This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. I'm going to take you through my entire journey from the start. Join Yogi Kevin Naidu as he shares his insights and experiences and explores mindfulness, physical and mental health. There's something happening here. There's almost a realignment of me with my physical, emotional and spiritual body. So love yourself. Be proud of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. A yogi's guide to health and wellness. New episodes every month. Download this AMI podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, back with you once again here. I've got uh, Sean Priest with me once again. Hello, Sean. Hello, Stephen. I think I'm the favourite double tapper. I don't think we need the plural there. Uh-huh. Well, look, you believe proven. whatever you want to believe, OK? If that's what you want to believe, you go for it. Uh, Marco Flalo's with us as well. Hello, hello Marco Flalo. Get rid of that music, will you, Mark? Uh, because I have got something so much better. I was thinking about this through the week, right? I don't okay. like these theme tunes anymore. I've, I've, I've given up on it, quite frankly. Uh, mm. I think we need to lighten the mood. We're too, we're too sexy and sultry over here. And that's not us, okay? That's just not <laughs> who we are. Okay. We're crazy guys. Speak for yourself. Oh, I am. And uh, I, <laughs> I'm definitely not sexy nor sultry. I have no idea what sultry even means, but I know I'm not it because it's never been uh, thrown in my direction. Ever. Um, so I thought we would. Um, please don't start. Uh, so we um, we're going to kick things off with a new theme tune, and I've got okay. something which I think is far more appropriate for this show. I like it. I feel like dancing. Now that is more appropriate for this programme, I think. That's the Scottish National Anthem, for those of you that don't know. It's yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, that is, that is the Scottish National Anthem. Did you not know that? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so this, this, is, uh, this is my new idea for the theme tune. Now you can call in and you can complain or cheer on the new theme. It is entirely up to you. Uh, if you do want to get in touch with the uh, the show tonight, then you can. 844-971-1999. 844-971-1999. It's cool, isn't it? Uh, also, you can uh, email feedback at doubletap.online if you want to get in touch. This week, we are going to be talking all about Apple. No. <gasps> no. Who knew? <laughs> Who'd have thought? That on Double Tap Canada, there might be some discussion of Apple. You know what? There was an Apple event, and um, I'm going to say it. I was excited. I got just a little bit excited. Yeah, but were you still excited after the event? We're all excited <laughs> before. Pre-event, it's lovely. Afterwards, it's all a bit... <sighs> oh, I was excited, all right. I was excited. I am I am currently adding to basket as we speak. <sighs> um Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I've got some ideas here. I'm going to get into this because I, I want to talk about the differences between what has been announced, because there are some key differences and some serious question marks over what is actually out. 
uh, and whether or not we should be upgrading, considering the, the major feature is 5G this time around. So uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, and also, we'll get to your feedback as well. Like I say, if you want to get in touch with the programme, you can. Uh, you can call 844-971-1999. Do you love this new theme? Do you, are you loving this theme tune? I'm loving this theme tune. Definitely peppier. I'm waiting for the vocals. Yeah, well, I just talked all over the vocals. That's why. Yeah, well, that's I'm not a proper it. DJ. <laughs> and I've never <laughs> pretended to be one. Um... So, yes, um, we're going to talk about Apple. We're going to talk about uh, what they've announced. They've announced iPhones! iPhone 12 is here! Are we excited, Sean? Well, that, that seemed really forced, the excitement there. No, of course we're not that excited. Was not. That was me excited. <laughs> You've never had me excited in your life. Let's leave that alone and let's move on to the iPhones. Uh, uh, look, uh, a nice lineup. I think. Actually, for me, the big takeaway from this was we've got a, an iPhone for every pocket, eh? <laughs> now then, hey. because the price points here. You could, <laughs> thank you, thank you. The SE we're starting at what four hundred? Um, I don't. What's that in Canadian? Uh, a million. It's a million yeah. dollars, isn't it? A SE starts at five ninety nine Canadian. Five ninety nine, and we got you know we got from like a hundred dollar leaps. You've got an iPhone there for for everyone. So. I think the, the range and the, the, the target they're trying to hit, I think they've got something for, for everyone. But the, the yeah. new range, I don't know. There was nothing there that really, you know, what's the killer feature on the iPhone 12? I don't know. 5G. Yeah, but is that a killer feature? I mean, no one's going out <laughs> anymore. And the uh, coverage of 5G is it's just not there yet. I, okay. I, think, I think LiDAR is actually the killer feature on this one when, when it matures. Only on the pro, only on the pro range. Well, and that's and that's what kind of annoys me, and that's why I don't think I'm going to be jumping onto this this bandwagon anytime soon. Mm. There's also magnetic charging, guys. This I have to say, this is absolutely brilliant for blind people. Uh, you know, no longer you have got to fiddle around with that stupid little cable and get the hole and get in there, and, yeah, and then you get it, and it's like oh, and then it falls out, um, which is obviously a nightmare. Uh, which never happens. I mean, it does you know, the all the time. Is, <laughs> or it falls it off the table and it falls out because I have little short cables and I plug it in and then it falls oh, off the table and it falls down. out. Yeah, my poor little short cables are useless. Um, so for that reason, uh, I'm quite intrigued by this because it can fall off the table. It's apparently made of some uh, amazing um, concoction of materials that mean that even if it does fall off the table and hit the ground, it will not break into a thousand pieces. Um that's uh, what they, they, nice. they sell, this new ceramic shield, as they call it. Which, Does anyone um, really buy that? Is that a thing? I mean, is it well, glass we'll you try glass it first. at the end of the day? <laughs> you try it first. <laughs> it's just luck, isn't it? You could drop it from anywhere and it'll chip or scratch or break it. Mm. All this Gorilla Glass 5 and ceramic shielding, I, I, don't, I don't believe it. There you go, I've said it. Okay, fine. Well, you've made your point. Um, so Fake news. <laughs> let's talk about the iPhones themselves. Let's start with the Mini. This is the one that I think a lot of us as blind people, and I think most people actually, not just blind people, will be most interested in. Uh, the iPhone 12 Mini is uh, an incredible little size. It's 5.4 inch, yet the screen, and that's the screen size, the screen size on the iPhone SE is 4.7 inch, and the entire phone is larger than the iPhone 12 Mini, which beggar's belief, but it shows you that the, the size of the bezel around the iPhone SE is, is quite large. Uh, and when you shrink all that down, and you really do shrink down the, the bezel around the screen, um, you, you can get a pretty decent small phone. And I think a lot of blind people are going to want this, Sean. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's all about the screen size for us, isn't it? It's, it's, um, we don't care the screen size for looking at it. It's all about, well, I want the smallest, most portable thing that I can actually get my fingers on for one thing, and mm. it's just the perfect size. That's why the SE, the original SE, was so popular. You know, a nice small form factor. Uh, who cares? Most of the time we've got the screen curtain on or the display brightness down to zero, so we don't care about it. The only thing is, of course, people do go for the, the bigger sizes just because you get a bigger battery life. So I'm not that's sure true, what yeah. the battery life is going to be like on the Mini, but, um, yeah, it, out, of, out of all the phones, that's the one I thought... Ooh, are we going back here? Is it? Are we reversing? Is it? You know, like fashion, we're going back to the smaller phones because that. Of would course be nice. it is. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, you know, size, uh, price as well. You know, the iPhone 12 mini starting at 979 Canadian. Um, you can now get the 6.1 inch display version as well, which I guess is probably what more iPhone 11 size. Yeah. Because you've got an iPhone 11, haven't you? So that what was that 6.1. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it is. Uh, so that starts at eleven two nine. You know, so price wise, you are getting a, a cheaper device, obviously with the mini. Um, you're still getting five G in that as well. You're getting the Super Retina XDR display, which is interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good device, uh, and I think that that is the one that a lot of people are going to be looking at. I mean, Mark, you're a you're a pro user, so I think you'd be and and for you being you know into video and photography and you know caring about visuals um then you know the pro might be of interest to you because that really is the pro they, they sold it as the photographer's iphone yeah i mean i would i would jump on you know the the the, the pro max if i were to, to jump into this one just because you know the physical form factor isn't that much larger than the 11 pro max so it um mm. it won't feel that much bigger in your hands although it is heavier so that's something that uh, you're going to have to deal with. But I don't think we really care at that point. It's only ounces at this point or grams. Um, what, what confuses the heck out of me is the release dates and the ordering. Like, it's all over the place. Oh, it's, I know. It's, it's just, I, I, I was confused before, and now I'm on the website, and I'm even more confused because I thought, <laughs> I thought originally that the iPhone 12, not the Pro, were both being released this or pre-ordered this week, but that's not even the case. It's, no, so what is it? Because the iPhone 12. So, so this week, so starting if, when you're list, depending when you're listening to this show. So uh, on on October 16th, you can order the iPhone 12, not the mini, the 12, or you can order the iPhone Pro. Pro. Yeah. Not the Pro Max. No. The Pro Max and the <laughs> Keeping mini. Up here, there's a test at the end. Yeah. The Pro Max and the mini, you can pre-order on November the 6th, so in two weeks' time or three weeks' time. I mean, what's that about? I mean, is this just delays because of COVID? It's, well, I'm sure it's production line issues. I'm guessing there are similarities there, but I don't, I don't, maybe it's screens. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I thought that the Mini and the 12, the 12 uh, Mini and the 12 itself, I thought those two would have been the first to get out the door. Yeah, and then the Pros the Pros, they might hold back. Yeah, that, that would have made sense, actually. Uh, but they're maybe thinking, well, let's put one out from each line and then, you know, we'll see how it goes. The Mini, I thought, would have been first out the door because to me, that's the that's the, the sweet spot for a lot of people who are, you know, considering buying a new iPhone. Um, you know, and I think about, I mean, going back to blind people on this one particularly, I think, Sean, a lot of people who are looking at their iPhone 6S, uh, maybe the iPhone 7, even the 8 will be looking for an upgrade. Uh, and this, uh, the iPhone 12 mini might be that solution. But there is one glaring omission, which I'm not happy about. And I have to be honest, it's my, it's the, it's the, it's the bit of the buzzkill for me on the iPhone 12 mini. And that's the lack of touch ID. 
Oh, give it up, will you? It's like everyone's <laughs> saying it's not got a home button, I, I don't want it anymore. It's gone! Forget about it. Face ID is here and it works fantastically. Why? What's your problem, Stephen? I know what he's explain talking about. Listen, I know what he's talking about. Uh, he oh, doesn't have yeah. to explain himself, Sean. Uh, because, gang up on uh, exactly. Me. Listen, you want to be able to stick your hand in your pocket and be able to do things without taking the phone out. And if you have Touch ID, Careful. you don't have to worry about holding it in front of your face. We're talking whoa, whoa, whoa. about the phone here. Holding Why it in front you of your face. Why do you care about that, Mark? This, this, that's, that's a blind thing. Why do you care about that? I don't, but I'm telling you his perspective. I'm answering his Oh, oh thanks. Oh, I see. Ganging up on me. Uh, and okay. that's the thing. I mean, I love my iPhone SE, and I'm sitting here uh, thinking, you know, do I want the iPhone 12 mini? And I'm kind of glad in a way that it's not available till November 6th, because it's given me a chance to really think this through. Do I really need this phone? The answer's no. The answer is no, because I don't, I don't need this. I'm not getting 5G anytime soon. And I think we no. can all agree on that. 5G's way off. I think we're a year away from really seeing any major yes. benefits Agreed. of 5G. Um, the magnetic charging is an amazing feature. I love that. Uh, a Super Retina XDR display I'm never going to use. I mean, what's the point? Uh, and if, I, you know, if my SE was, you know, old... Then fair enough, but it's, it's a 2020 device. I know. It's Let's just not come get out. buyer's remorse over our new SEs yeah, here. That's yeah. because of the. Is I don't know if anyone knows. Are all the screens now OLED? On yes, the yes, they are. Range? They are all OLED. That's quite. That's nice. interesting. They're all yeah. OLED. They all feature the same um, crystal shield, whatever they call it, fancy name for Gorilla Glass 400. Um, use. <laughs> 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 My God! Um, so they all—they all have 5G. Um, they all have ultra wide and a wide. The only difference on the Pro Max is the telephoto um, optical zoom on the the Mini and the 12, whereas the Pro gets um, four times optical zoom or 4x optical zoom, and the lidar um, all the same chip. Obviously, more battery life on the 12 Pro, but not that much more than the 12, the Mini. You know, by two hours. Face ID, ceramic shield, water resistance now up to six meters for 30 minutes, mm. MagSafe. Big toilets. Exactly. Oh, we're True tone, haptic touch, all that fun stuff. Why have um, they put MagSafe on this and made such a huge deal of MagSafe? Which I agree is you know, a I, cool from it's a little per- feature. From the perspective of somebody who uses the wireless charging often, and I wake up and I realize that it wasn't perfectly aligned In on the mat, yet. and I wake up and there's no battery left. This is actually mm-hmm. a good thing. I don't know why Qi charging or wireless charging didn't have this before on everything. It should be something that helps you align it better. And Apple really has done quite a good job when you think about like their cases and stuff and how they hold the iPad in place. They're they're all about their magnets. Yeah, it's great. It's a great feature. But why is it not on their laptops? They won't put it back on the laptops where it makes much more sense. Well, no, because they've got USB-C. Yeah, it's because they're trying to go. Yeah, but you trip over a wire and you drag, you drag the whole thing with you. It makes total sense to have yeah. MagSafe from the point of view of not killing your. Don't device. plug in your laptop. Just don't plug it in. Yeah, Just charge it on, and then don't plug it in again. Um, you know, the battery should last forever. Don't they last forever? My question is, and this is a stupid question, and I like to ask stupid questions because I'm a stupid person. So here's Aww. the thing. This, well, this no, I, I only speak facts, Mark. Um, so here's the thing with these MagSafe chargers. You've got the magnetic charger that goes onto the back of the new iPhone 12s. Can you not use the magnetic charger? Can you just put it on a regular wireless charging yes. unit? Yes, you can. Oh, it's still backwards yeah. compatible. Yeah, because that, that wasn't clear to me no, in the presentation. I, yeah, I they, definitely, they definitely said that. and I read it, definitely read it afterwards. But instant, uh, the 15-watt the charging is only available 
through MagSafe charging. Correct. Not any other way. Right. Okay. Correct. So if you use just a standard wireless charger, the max power you can get is 7.5 watts, whereas if you use a MagSafe charger, you can get 15 watts. So, yeah, half I think the time it's just the, uh, my my local dump is getting a bit fed up with you know the, the endless uh, tech pile that grows every time so Apple bring out something new, and I have to say, right, that's all those wireless chargers in the bin. Uh, here's a new pile <laughs> they all for them only to change again in a couple of years' time. <laughs> they are great. The, the secret to wireless charging is to get the stands rather than the mats, because the mats are, yeah, that's right. it, you know, it's got to be just right, whereas the stands, the you just chuck stands, them in and it, yeah. it works great. Uh, one glaring omission as well from this, and I'm, I'm really surprised with the iPhone 12, considering they've brought in MagSafe and everything else, I'm really surprised they haven't dumped the lightning connector. They've still kept that on all the devices, or the iPhones anyway. They've moved away from that with the iPad Pros, and they have USB-C connections. Why not do the same with the the iPhones? I mean, especially if you're thinking down the line. I mean, might not be there yet, but, you know, I'm thinking about the, uh, what was it, the Samsung S20, that DeX mode that you can put the phone into because when you connect the USB-C, you can hook a hub up to it. And this, yeah. you can do the same now with the iPad Pros. I'm sure you could do this with iPhones. Um you know, so why not just put the the tech in it, and at least it's, it's future proofing itself. Most of us now have USB Cs lying around. That just that seems strange to me. I don't. You'd have to ask Apple that, but I would guess it was to do. I will definitely with... not do that. <laughs> it's that Apple is not going to give away control of any aspect mm. of the iPhone, and you know, if they give away USB or if they change to USB C, then third party devices and cables are easier to do i don't know um but they're definitely stubborn about this because there's absolutely no yeah. reason now to retain the lightning but i think they're going to stick with it now until they get rid of the port completely yeah stay with us because i want to talk about the the pro lineup I of yeah it's not you them oh sorry um, <laughs> not talking to you uh no i want to talk about the pro lineup because i'm intrigued by this and how the pro lineup is, you know, or could be of benefit to us as blind people. And then I also want to talk about audio as well, because uh, they brought out a fantastic new speaker that I cannot wait to tell you about. So, uh, yeah, let's get into that uh, here on uh, Double Tap Canada. If you want to get in touch, you can. 844-971-1999. What did you think of the event? What will you be adding to Basket either this week, next week, the week after, whenever they decide to release these things? Double Tap Canada will be back after this. Hey, Double Toppers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at doubletap.online and have your say. Yeah, please do. Have your say on the show uh, this week. And, of course, you can leave a voicemail for us if you're listening on podcast. You can also email us at any time. We'll get back to you. Uh, you got the Surface Go. Is that right, Mark? Yeah, it's, it's right here. I haven't actually done anything with it, but it's uh, a nice little laptop. It reminds me of a MacBook Air, quite honestly. Yeah. So this is more like, because I was thinking of this as more like the Surface Pro. You know, it's got that, that wonky stand thing and, and the weird flabby keyboard. No, it's a full I, laptop. I, I don't understand it's, it. It's just a laptop. It's just a... Uh, a laptop with a Surface name. It's uh, it's they're trying to compete with the Chromebooks, uh, in terms of right. you know size and and price. But uh, it's got full full touch screen, um, full Windows operating system. Looking forward to playing with this. Yeah, one of our listeners, Rebecca Skipper, has been in touch, and uh, she's just got her hands on one. She's bought one. Um, uh, with her own money, Mark. Not like you, you know, just getting one. You know, she actually. I got to give it back. She doesn't have to give it back. That's true. 
Well, in saying that, she might give it back, depending yeah, on her review point. of it. Yeah. <laughs> she might not like it. Uh, but we'll be hearing what she thinks on this. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts on a piece of tech, we'd love to hear uh, what you think about what you've maybe bought. Because, you know, that's the thing. We buy stuff all the time. I mean, you know, I've been known. I actually have a cupboard in my house dedicated to Amazon boxes. I'm not kidding you. Um, it is ridiculous. I must take a picture, actually, and put that up on social media <laughs> at some point so that people will believe that this happens. Uh, yeah, I'll go and squirt that up the internet later. But first, let's talk about iPhones and the um, the Pro lineup I want to talk a bit about. Because, you know, the Pro to me, you know, I think about this as, oh, yeah, okay, it's for photographers, it's for people with great vision, or for people with low vision, potentially. But I've made this point before that I think that the iPhone 12, or any iPhone, frankly, that's large, or as I prefer to call them, the iPhone medium and iPhone big, uh, and then the iPhone Wrong bigger. Yeah. Um, so the iPhone bigger is the iPhone Max, obviously. Uh, that one it may have a huge screen, but the text size only goes up so far, Sean. So, you know, I go back to my point about, you know, if you want a large print device, you're probably looking or better looking at Android. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Ooh, well, yeah, we all agree that, I think we all agree, that Android actually handles um, large text much better yeah. than it does. Especially on the Samsung line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with mm-hmm. iOS, it's um, it's all a bit hit and miss that d- dynamic sizing. So, yeah, I agree with you. But then, you know, at what point when we're talking low vision, do we start to get onto you know the iPads? When we're getting up to those sort of sizes, oh. how big is the, the largest size? Six point seven. Yeah, six point seven on there. Yeah. Six point yeah, seven yeah. inch. I mean, you know, we're getting onto iPad mini sizes here. So seven point nine inch. Yeah, yeah. It's not far I'm off, not, is it? <laughs> well, not- yeah, screen, but you're, you see, you have to remember that screen size, though. Okay, when you look at the overall size Absolutely, of the device, yeah. it's not mm. that much larger. I mean, the height is within you know point ten inches difference. The width is virtually actually it's it's narrower than the eleven Pro Max. So if you look at the eleven Pro Max versus the twelve Pro Max, it's narrower. So it's three point uh, yeah seven point yeah really shrunk point, in those point bezels. one. Yeah, they really. Though, yeah, it's because I keep hearing this. It's a bigger screen, but the actual physical device is smaller. And you think, well, how does that work? It's very Tardis. It's Doctor Who. No, it's, well, it's really well, simple, Sean. You, you have yeah. a thick. You have a thick border, right? Yeah. And then mm. you don't have a thick border. That yeah, makes things thinner. Explain it to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am. Right. I'm so mansplaining appara- it to you. Apparently, the bezels must be two <laughs> inches thick on all these iPhones because. <laughs> They still. Okay, sh- I mean, the Sean, bezels Sean. are not massive. You yes, know they so. measure screen size diagonally, right? I do know that. Yes. Okay, so if you make it a bit taller and a little bit wider, mm-hmm. then you're going to get a substantially large number diagonally, even yeah. though it doesn't affect the body size. No, thank you. You're welcome. Do you feel better now? Do you, do no, you know, are, we all, are we all friends again? <laughs> no. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think if you use magnifier if you use visual apps um i'm thinking about ira you know i don't really know if ira would benefit from this versus the se right i mean let's be honest you know the, the camera on the se is perfectly fine uh, i use ira nearly every day i use be my eyes nearly every day no one's ever said to me do you know what Stephen? i mean i can see through this camera and it's lovely but if you'd only just go out and buy something like an iphone 12 pro max i'd be able to see everything in your room um, nobody cares yes nobody cares because the camera is fine so again if you're buying this on the bed if you're looking at the pro lineup and you're thinking i'm going to buy one uh, because it's the best and it's got the biggest screen and it's got the finest cameras in it 
um, you might be doing yourself a bit of a disservice, and you're certainly doing your wallet a disservice. You don't necessarily need all that. I think if you use Zoom a lot rather than voiceover, this might be of interest to you. That would be my take off it. Um, yeah, I know a lot of visually impaired people that love using Zoom, and uh, I could see why they would want this because you know an iPad, you know an iPad isn't a phone, right? I mean, I know I shouldn't need to say that, but I am. Um, but it's not a phone. Um, <laughs> And you want to have something in your pocket that's, you know, that's you can see that you can use, and I think all that's wonderful. Uh, if you're using Zoom, um, you need that bigger screen. The 6.7 inch would be amazing, especially with the the OLED display. Um, Zoom on an iPhone 12 Mini, mm, I think that'd yeah. be a bit fiddly, to be honest. Your fingers would it's take like, up most of the screen. It's like Zoom on the Apple Watch. I mean, it's there. It's nice. <laughs> exactly. It's there, is yeah. it there? It is. <laughs> exactly. It is you unbelievably it. there. Yeah. <laughs> When we're saying Zoom as well, we're talking about the screen magnifying. No, I know, I know. That's why it's hilarious. <laughs> it is. I mean, you, it's like the time is, hang on, one, eight, four, five. Oh, there we go. Right, okay. Um, You've got to make it up as you go along. Oh, that's funny. Um, so, I mean, looking at the, the differences here, because that's what a lot of people are going to be asking, you know, what, is, what are the differences? What should we be buying? If we were going to go and get a new phone today, what should you get? Well, I started off this week really kind of dreaming la, 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 thinking about the iphone 12 mini dreaming of it in my life and then you know i saw it and i thought mm, no touch id mm. 5g never going to use uh, not yet anyway um magsafe is nice the screen is is way overpowered for what i would need considering i'm going to turn it off um i mean yeah it's got a new processor in it but you know what's wrong with the previous processor let's be honest um the cameras are good, but again, what's wrong with the cameras in the SE? So I'm kind of bouncing back to the fact that the only reason I would buy the iPhone 12 mini, bearing in mind I have the iPhone SE 2020, the only reason I would buy it is because it is marginally smaller. That's really, and, and the MagSafe possibly, that's the only reasons I would do the upgrade. But if you have an iPhone 6S or an iPhone 7 and you're looking for a new phone and you like Touch ID, you don't want touch, and you don't want Face ID, then you definitely want the iPhone SE. If you don't mind the Face ID, the 12 mini is not a bad deal. Anything beyond that, I think, is, is a waste. There, I, I said I disagree it. with that. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. There was no... Um, but, I mean, this is an argument you could make every year for every iPhone. You know, if you've got the previous version, is there a need to up, upgrade? Well, no, absolutely not. Unless there's a new killer feature that... that that is updated you know i suppose you could argue when face id came out that was a big jump that was a big change away from touch id yeah. i know you hate it Stephen, but you know that was a reason people wanted to try it out so that was a reason maybe why someone would change but this time we're talking slightly faster better cameras and different form factors yeah bear in mind know. i've already got an iphone 11 pro and i don't use it i switched yeah, I know, back yeah. to the se did you really I did. I've still got my 11 Pro. I never use it. I only use it when we're doing TV stuff and you need me to film something. And it's the only camera I trust to film with when I'm not sitting in front of my main camera. You know, you know, and it's a good investment if I think about the technical specs. And we, we're not talking about, um, you know, 5G. We don't really care about that. And, and screen size doesn't really matter. The iPhone 4 is really on par with the 12. Size-wise, yes. Yeah, size-wise, dimensions, yeah, right. it's got the same kind of, you know, physical design. I mean, we have the antenna problems of the iPhone 4, and it is about 10 years old. But I'm sorry, what are we talking about? <laughs> the iPhone 4. The, it's yes. the same size. I mean, yeah. and actually, it's the same as the SE, isn't it? The original iPhone SE. Yeah. 
was that size. Mm. I, but remember, Mark, it wasn't the aerials. You were holding it wrong. Holding oh, it wrong. That's true. I was holding it wrong. I remember that. Holding it wrong all that time. Your strange hands. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> an interesting. <laughs> interesting point. The big, the big deal they made about being able to film movies now on the uh, the quality of the iPhone 12 cameras, particularly yeah, right. the Pro. I don't buy any of that. With LiDAR. Well, that's what I was going to ask Mark. As a, as a professional... Um, oh, sorry, I'll get out see- of the way. Yeah, because yeah, you mentioned well, professional. Definitely, Can you see people replacing their Sonys and their, their Canon cameras? Or their, um, their no, but, I mean, no I, definitely not, but I can definitely see how this is going to actually affect the professional camera market because... One of the things Apple is doing, and really all the phone manufacturers are doing that the regular camera manufacturers are are not doing, is really taking advantage of software and letting software enhance the photography. On the photography side of things, when you look at the pro cameras, the DSLRs, they're not taking advantage of any smarts, any computational smarts whatsoever. So this is going to be interesting to see how they respond to that kind of kind of realm. There was a very funny tweet that I'm trying to look for from from Marquez Brownlee earlier today where he's talking about Apple um, when asked about the uh, why there wasn't 120 hertz. So here it is. Apple, we didn't put 120 hertz display in the iPhone because honestly, the average person won't even notice that type of thing. Also, Apple, 10 minutes of bragging on their 10-bit HDR Dolby Vision live image processing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for a really high quality. Like, who cares? Who cares? I will uh, say this. You know, if you are someone who's visually impaired, we know this because we had uh, James Rath, blind filmmaker on Double Tap TV uh, recently, and he was talking about how he makes movies using the iPhone. And, he, you know, he uses it as his go-to camera. He is foaming at the mouth at the prospect of the iPhone 12 Pro Max uh, because he just can't wait to get his hands on this and use this because it is, you know, I would argue the world's only accessible video camera um, and, and and photo camera as well. You know, no other camera is as accessible as Very the iPhone. No other, yeah, no other uh, camera will guide you to take images uh, and tell you who's in frame and tell you, you know, how far they are and how, you know, what distance they are and how far apart they are and all the information you might need to take the right image to make the right movie. So someone who's completely blind could make movies or someone who's partially sighted, severely partially sighted, would be able to take pictures and movies um, using this camera. But bear in mind, you know, unless you're making, like James is, you know, feature films that are going forward you know, to, you know, I guess Netflix and all these kind of places, you know, if you're making this for, you know, because you're taking some video of dog running about, then you probably don't need all that. And and again, okay. the SE is fine. Uh, price-wise, just, I, I love to talk prices because I'm cheap. Um, 599 SE starts at, eight, uh, 979 is where the iPhone 12 starts at, and the iPhone 12 Pro starts at 1399. Fine. So you can get two SEs, one for each... I ear or ear arguably yeah um could i what about the this has seen a lot of of a discussion is the removal of the usb plug and the ear pods oh here we go again now Every i think this is up, a, you bring this up i think this is a fantastic thing i'm all for saving the planet and people are outraged that you're not getting a, a mains plug in with it or your earpods. We've all got our own already. We don't need them. Great. I say, well done, Apple. 
the brave earth warriors that they are. It's a creative way to get the price down, you know, definitely by, uh, by not including those things and knowing silly. that we have them. Oof. I mean, I mine, mine stay in the box, to be perfectly honest. When I, un- uh, when I open a brand new phone, it stays there. Killing the planet. Yeah, yeah well, you know, right. I don't, I don't, I, I want to give it back to the planet. Well, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I mean, I don't care, frankly. The planet, you know, whether I'm, whether oh. I'm here or not, the planet will die, right? So let's just get over it, okay? But here's the thing: um, it does make the boxes smaller, which means you can ship two at the same time. So uh, I think it's, I'm, I'm just guessing here, but I think Apple might be working. Easier. I think yeah, exactly that's right. Um, I think that this is uh, going to be uh, making it better for Apple to transport these more efficiently and cheaply. Um, so it might have something to do with money. I'm just guessing. Uh, plus, it cuts down on transport costs. You can get more per you know lorry or whatever. So uh, fantastic! Apple is saving the planet. Good for them. And plus, they're doing this. This isn't just an iPhone 12 thing. That's across the board. So if you buy an iPhone 11 in the future, that's not going to come with anything either. So. Great. Well done, Apple. Thank you. Yeah, I love that they put the price of the uh, earpods with the lightning connector down. How considerate of them to, to lower that's the cost good. of that. Of so that, so that you know, the things we got for free before, we now have to pay for, but we pay less. So, you know, yin and yang. You're so entitled, aren't you? It was a gift before, and now they kind of <laughs> carry on with that. It was a gift, was it? Right, okay. <laughs> I'm not seeing that uh, gift change in the price of the phone, I'll tell you that. Uh, but no, um, Wait till Christmas. Let, yeah, that's true, yeah. Let's see, uh, let, let's see what else we've got, because uh, one of the other products that came out, which I was rather excited about. Um, yeah, I know you're not a big fan of this, oh, Sean, no, but no. I am, I am. The Sorry. HomePod Mini is here. Uh, this is the... Uh, it's that thing that you put your uh, your washing uh, liquid in, uh, in your uh, washing machine. Uh, it looks like one of those things, those little holders that you, you pour the, the washing. Maybe you don't do that in Canada. I, I don't know. But, you know, I do here. Uh, well, I say I do. I mean, other people do. Anyway, the point is, it's uh, a tiny <laughs> little ball-shaped thing. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's a little ball-shaped thing. Um, which sounds comes out of, and it is going to be amazing because it's got an Apple logo on the bottom. Am I right? No, you're incredibly wrong. How's oh, that okay. HomePod you've already got? How's that working out for you? Nah, I haven't plugged them in for a while. Uh, no, but that exactly. doesn't mean... Ah, I've got to do anything. I don't plug anything in. Um, I buy stuff. I play with it for two days and I get bored. I, I uh, use mine as a speaker I mean, all the time for music. That's all crazy. the time. Well, I, I know. I, I would like to do that. but then So what I did was I got one, and then I thought, it would maybe sound better if there was two. So I bought another one, and then I got bored with them. And now I miss them. I actually miss them. I do want to plug them back in, but I'm now deciding I'm going to buy two of these instead, and I'll just plug these in. Why do you miss them? You Why miss not just spend more money so you can get the smaller version so you can plug exactly. those inside? Of course, yeah, Stephen, which, that makes total sense to me. So I'm all about the planet. You see, if I buy two small ones, I'm not buying two big ones, you see? So oh, I'm saving the planet. You yeah, can thank me later. Two, those two big ones out. Just throwing them in the bin. Don't need them anymore. <laughs> Look, the whole point of the HomePod is the smart side of it is there. All right, it can't compete with Google Home or with Lady A, so it's out of the realm for that. I think but we need to explain sighing? to some people Why because are you look. Well, look, I mean, no, I, I think we need to explain first about the HomePod because a lot of people I don't think understand the HomePod or, or really know what its purpose in life is. But no, it's fine. No, Were no, you? Was that, was that an explanation? Yeah. Okay. No, I was going to. Um, explain. Yeah. No, carry right. on. Oh, you were going to explain, right? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, the HomePod is Apple's smart speaker, and it has Siri built in. Um, 
which allows you to do some things, not certainly as much as the Amazon Echo and the Google Home can let you do. Uh, really, this was built, and, and my understanding is that this was actually built, the, home, the original HomePod was built prior to the Echo coming out. This is something they've been working on for a long time, yeah. and really it was designed to be a music speaker. That was its purpose in life, and it had Siri in it as a, an intelligent assistant, uh, assistant, which was you know, helpful and useful, um, but really it was more about the music. And um, unfortunately, it, it kind of fell victim to time because when it finally came out, yes, the audio was amazing, but its price point was a lot higher than the Amazon Echo, a lot higher than the Google Home, and those devices could do so much more. So, you know, it instantly hit the ground with a bit of a wonky wheel, and um, that was not great. So, <laughs> wonky wheel. With yes. a wonky wheel. Um, well so this one, this one's got to be better only, if nothing else, with Siri, but I'm not entirely convinced. <laughs> no, I don't think it will be. And look, the whole point for me is, you're, you're right, the HomePod was all about the sound. The, the focus was on the speaker. This is about mm. how to enjoy Apple Music to the best quality. And now we've gone to a smaller one. Well, I've yet to hear a smaller speaker that can match a bigger speaker so yeah. unless unless they've done something amazing with this then the the audio quality is going to be worse so I, I honestly don't understand it does this i mean does this interest you at all mark is this something you'll be adding i'm, to I'm your curious to see the software side of things because they alluded that there's going to be some major upgrades in terms of intercom and some of the features that we've gotten accustomed to on our on our amazon echoes and I'm, that feature does sound pretty cool because that allows you to... Yeah, but that's just one feature, the intercom feature, which yeah, is... Yeah, it's a good one because, I mean, I love it on the Amazon Echo. I use it all the time. But what I like about what Apple are doing is they're making it device um, agnostic, I guess. You know, you can use it on your watch or your Mac or well, your you can iPad, use it from your, your car and CarPlay. You can, yeah. you can do a lot more than that. I think, I think that's what needs to mature here. And mm. I think that's more of a software side. I mean, I'm looking at the, at the page here. They have a whole list of things that you can ask you know, Siri to to do play the daily, uh, how many ounces are in a cup. I mean, this this reads right off an Amazon page, you know, uh, in terms of things that you can do with it. Plus, it recognizes your voice. That's great. Thanks. We had that for three years now. Um, so I'm curious to see where this is going to go down the road. Obviously, the price point is extremely accessible, um, but you could still get an Echo Dot for $20. Yeah, one hundred and twenty-nine dollars <laughs> for this. Um, I mean, it is Apple. It is Apple cheap price. That's the thing. You know, this is this. I always remember a woman in a shop. I was in a, a one of the Apple stores not long after one of the iPods. I think it was the remember the Square iPods, the tiny little ones that came out. You could almost make them into a watch. Into a watch. Yeah. I can't remember. Was it Nano? Not maybe it wasn't the Nano, but it was yeah, the I iPod anyway. And um, someone was in the store, and they were literally buying them like sweets, like candy. This woman was like, oh, I'll take five of those. I'll take five of those in different colors. And I'm thinking, you know, this is crazy. There were 100 quid each, you know, and you're thinking yeah. people are just throwing this money away. Um, and, you know, I may be one of those people with this. I don't know. I mean, I'm tempted to buy one. But then, well, look, I mean, you know, they do say it sounds better as a pair. So, uh, you know, maybe you have to get two of them. Just <laughs> yeah, why don't sure. you get, you know, Stephen, here's an idea. Um, Sean and I will wait. You go buy two, maybe for each room. So get like four, okay, and um, and let us know how that goes. And at Christmas time, if it's good, you can gift us each one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We can have yeah. one each, and I'll still have two. I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, th this is one of these things that I 
I do like, I mean, I like the idea of being able to walk up with the song playing from your phone and you can just point the, the phone at the, the speaker and suddenly it just takes over. I like that when you put these two next to each other, they sense each other and they know that you want them to be a stereo pair. This kind of software, this, you know, it just works thing really is cool. I, I do love all that. And I think that's one thing Apple really do get right. And hey, I love the fact, and Mark, you may not know this, but it even has voiceover built in. Which is amazing. Uh, the HomePod, the original HomePod, has this as well. All it really does is it just means that when you run your finger over the top of the screen, uh, which is, I don't know if you call it a screen, um, it's just it's, it's a touch screen area, but there's nothing really on it apart from glowing lights and, and the, the plus and the minus for the, uh, the volume up and down. But if you can't see that, you can run your finger over it and it will tell you what the buttons are. And uh, if you want to tap on it, you just double tap and, th and that's it. So, you know, I mean, it's got the accessibility built in there, which, you know, I will say, I, I think Apple are just amazing at. And one other point to mention about the event itself, which I think has to be said, is that, you know, it was the only event we've watched this year as a group. We've all got together and watched these. And we were able to enjoy this one because I had to do a description. <laughs> and, I mean, it was kind of funny at times. Yeah, you um, say enjoy. Yeah. Well, the audio description was because obviously they can only put the audio description, the dialogue, uh, it has to fit in between the dialogue, right? And there's one bit, Mark, where, <laughs> where they're showing these pictures of phones, uh, the, of the pictures the phone has taken. And he's trying, the poor guy's trying to shoehorn in description and amongst all the, the words and everything that's being said. And on one particular picture, where we all burst out laughing, the description was a woman. And that was it. And we just, uh, right. Uh, okay. Exactly what that picture is now. Thank it's you. It's a woman. Okay. No okay. idea what this woman was wearing, what she was doing, nothing. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was very you good. Know. So no, congrats to them. No, it was um, good though. Having that audio description stream there, it, it made a big difference. So yeah, well done, Apple. Uh, look, let's take a break. We're going to come back with some feedback because we get lots and lots of your emails in. Voicemails as well to 844-971-1999. Come join the party anytime. Uh, call that number. You can email as well. Feedback at doubletap.online. We'll be right back. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Marka Flalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash Double Tap or catch up on episodes now with the fully accessible AMI app. Double Tap Canada will be right back. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call, text to 844-971-1999 or email feedback at doubletap.online. Now back to the show. So, of course, now the Apple event has gone. Uh, we're all looking forward to the next one next month. Uh, because, <laughs> oh, come on. There's got to be another one. There's got to be. There's I all kind of rumors kicking around. No, we've still got MacBooks to go. We've got to get some new MacBooks in before the end of the year. Tim said... Tim Cook said, I want my ARM uh, laptop. Are you really going to use that? Of course I'm not. But I will want I want one anyway, because I just, you know what I'm like. I really love the sound of this. And, you know, I want to know how good it's going to be. It's going to be amazing. I think you should buy it first, Mark. I I'm think not. You... I just, you know what? I've spent so much money on Apple products this year. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'm done. And you know what? There's problems. There's PlayStation's coming out. There's Xboxes coming out. I have the the Oculus Quest Two is here. 
Um, that's good. I'm waiting on the new Sony A7S three. It's it's just I can't. Oh, aren't we all? Whatever that is. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a camera. It's a camera, Sean. Yeah. All right, sorry. Don't if you'd noticed, but I'm disabled. Anyway, so the um. <laughs> <laughs> the the new the next this is radio event. Sean I can't see you anyway okay yeah right. oh benefits all round here <laughs> the next Apple event which is rumored to be in November is that right well Good yeah day, I mean look, what do I know right? I mean I'm just making this stuff up but I think pick that, a date uh, pick a date come on not nineteenth uh, let's, let's leak a date <laughs> let's say nineteenth nineteenth of November I don't know if that's even a Sunday or what it is. But I guarantee you that's the date. No, that's not a Tuesday. Source. It's not a Tuesday. I would say the 17th. Okay, let's not, do that then. Let's say it's, it's the 17th. official rumour until you tweet it out. Okay, um, right, we'll okay. tweet that out. We'll wait right here. Did you get I, John not, Crosser to retweet it? Seriously, yeah. though, Stephen, would you buy an ARM processor Mac? Um, I'd buy, I'll tell you this. I'd more likely buy one of those than I'd buy a Microsoft one. Oh, yeah. Depends okay. what it is, though, because if it's, if yeah. it's a MacBook Pro, I think yes. If it's a regular MacBook, I, I got a MacBook Air and I ended up getting rid of it this week because I just couldn't handle it anymore. <gasps> this thing couldn't even handle Google Chrome without, you know, the fans bursting into flames. And I just thought, I can't take this anymore. I mean, it was like, I, I, I've been on quieter 747s. It's just ridiculous. Um, the, the noise, the heat from this thing, um, it was too much. So I ended up having to get rid of it. So, I mean, you know, ARM isn't going to have that problem. So we'll uh, we'll see how good it is. I can't imagine Apple are going to put out MacBooks that aren't up to some kind of decent spec with this. I could, I hope I'm ro- I hope I'm not wrong, but uh, and it is the yeah. first one, so we shall see. Um, okay, look, well, look, lots to talk, to talk about, obviously, and we'll continue to get your feedback on this on the Apple event. Let's get to some voicemails and emails. Uh, Tiffany's been in touch again. I always like to hear from Tiffany. I worry when I don't hear from Tiffany, yeah. um, but she's been she's been back in touch with us. Hi guys, it's Tiffany Milburn Manel. Well, I don't know if there's any use in saying my name. You probably recognize my voice, but anyway. <laughs> so I actually have one of these smart printers that you were talking about this week. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's the exact one you mentioned because mine doesn't work with the A-Lady that I know of, but it is controlled by an accessible app. And the neat thing, because I don't have any vision at all, is it will tell you when it's out of ink or if the tray is open or if there's no paper or something like that. It'll actually tell you that, and I think that's really kind of handy. Mm. And I had a question as far as the smart home. Uh, what would you suggest for making an apartment into a, a smart home? Because I'm very, you know, tech-savvy. I'm all for tech. You know, it makes life a lot more easier. Yeah, if you could just yell at the A-Lady or have Siri do something for you. But where I live, we can't drill any holes into the building or anything like that. That's why I don't have any like one of those ring doorbells. So I'm just curious about your suggestions on that, what I can do to make this place smart. It's a great question, Tiffany. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the, the first answer I would give is smart plugs. That's the obvious answer, isn't it, guys? Ring, ring no. peephole cam? That's well, always good it, for apartments. Stick-up cam, is that what they call that? No, they actually have one that actually replaces the, the, the peephole in the, in the door. Ah, so oh, I thought you were saying people. No, nope, not I got people. You. Peak, uh, Pe- well, like people, people. Are you, you criticizing Marco Flalo? Are you honestly criticizing? No, no, he's a professional for his I'm accent. Not, no. I, I, that honestly, that's what I thought he said. People I, I'm can. not the one with the accent here, guys. I was going to say what, <laughs> this is coming from this guy. Yeah. Um, Last time I okay. looked at the window, I saw the maple leaf on the flag. 
the Ring Ring people cam. It's it's it has all the features of the Ring camera, but you don't have to you know drill it into your door, which is a pretty good one. Uh, as you said, the smart plugs are good. Smart bulbs. Yeah, bulbs um, are good. Because that's the thing. I mean, I'm the same. I don't want to. St- I mean, I can't. I'm useless at DIY. Uh, I can blow anything up. Motion. So I don't. Uh, yeah, motions. I mean, that's the thing. My my bulbs um, have got they're IKEA trad free. That's how you say it. Trad free. Um, that's that's how I say them. Uh, I'm sure that's not how the Swedes say it, but it's how I say it. Um, and you know, it's got this little motion sensor which I just basically you know stick on the wall or just even sit on the top of my uh, door. Hinge or not hinge? What's the thing at the top of the door? Frame. The thing that goes round the door. Frame. That's the word. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I told you I don't do DIY. I know nothing about yeah, anything. Um, but yes, yeah, I, I, I use that a lot. And again, that's that's brilliant because you don't have the hassle of uh, having to stick anything anywhere or you know drill anything into the wall. Actually, more, a lot of the smart tech now is like that, which is kind of cool. So yeah, lots of options there. I would start with that smart bulbs, smart plugs, and yeah, definitely look into that ring peep hole cam. Sean. Uh, right, okay. Yeah. Let's get an email. <laughs> uh, email from Gordon. Uh, some time ago I noticed that voice control wasn't working properly with voiceover on my iPhone. It's not something I use very often, but I've used it in the past. Essentially, voice control replicated the voiceover commands. Anyway, it stopped working some time ago. I got in touch with Apple again, and they referred me to their troubleshooting team who informed me that voice control had never been designed to work with voiceover, and it was behaving perfectly normal. It took me a while to convince the tech expert at Apple that I'd used voice control before. Please tell me I didn't imagine it. Despite the confusion, the Apple agent raised a query with their tech team to find out what changed and why. So hopefully we'll get an answer soon. All the best, Gordon. Yeah, I must admit, I'm not using voice control very often. Are you using it, Sean? No, I'm not using it very often. I have looked into it, but Gordon's absolutely right. Voice control has voiceover commands built into it. You can say voiceover read all. Mm. Um, So it's definitely designed to work with voiceover. That's not its primary use, of course, but it, it will work with voiceover, and it did work well, but they... It broke. It no longer works. You can't swipe through the items using your voice anymore. You say uh, swipe left or right, and it does not work. So it's definitely broken. Um, so, yeah, you keep fighting the corner there, Gordon, because you're right and they're wrong. <laughs> okay, well, that's cleared that up then. Excellent. Okay, thank you for that. Um, Bad we'll, uh, we'll We'll send Apple's lawyers your way. Okay, thanks, Sean. <laughs> um, right, let's get, let's get a voicemail in from Philip, who's been back in touch with us. Hey, Double Tappers. It's Philip Bouchard from uh, Claire, New Brunswick, Canada, the hey. musical artist from there. What are you singing? I have two questions for, this, for you guys. New First theme. of all, um, I got a real note from uh, the company Humanware, and um, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, is it possible, you know, to connect a real note through, uh, and, you know, to, uh, to an iPhone or a tablet, uh, Apple or whatever it is, you know? And second of all, is it possible, you know, to download PlayStation games or Nintendo Switch games or whatever it is on a tablet or an iPhone uh, online, you know, that, that download video games? That would be unbelievable. See you later. Um, that's a good question, Sean. Uh, can you download PlayStation games? I mean, you can get games on, some games that are on PlayStation, I think, and Nintendo games. Yeah, not officially, on, no. I, I don't think you can. I think, not officially. What, you're some well, I guy mean, if we're talking we've got to know? Or? If we're talking about jailbreaking and running some sort of emulator, then maybe. Um, I'm sure that's entirely possible to run Game Boy. No, hang on, hang on. You know, saying, is it not possible that games that are on 
a PlayStation 4? I mean, Mark might know about this, because... No, know, of course not. You've got what, children. running on a... No. Stop it, Stephen. <laughs> OK. Uh, I'm with Sean on this one, sorry. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm asking the question. I ask the dumb questions so I can get shouted at. That's my only purpose here. Um, okay. No, you can't, um, Philip. Sorry. Brill no. Note Touch is an interesting one because, in theory, it is all built into itself, isn't it? It's a tablet with a Braille display. Uh, the idea of being able to connect it to another device, it's not something I've heard about being done because, ultimately, it is meant to be a standalone device with your tablet, and it has got the Android tablet built in. Um, so does. I think the answer would probably be no to that. I think you would need to reconsider your purchase or maybe think about getting something um, like a Brilliant. Or, of, course, you know. of, of course, that's not the real answer. What Stephen means to say is that, of course you can, because you can run it in terminal mode. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> I don't know this. I honestly, I, I honestly thought the Brilliant Touch was a standalone Well, device. you're absolutely right. It is. I mean, uh, but if you want to connect it, say, to your iPhone, because it does, it, basically it's running an Android tablet, isn't it, underneath? Hmm. That's what it's based on. And it's um, got Keysoft, so I guess you can use that as a separate Braille display. Absolutely again. right. Or but if you, wanna, if you want to be able to control your iPhone, connect it and use the Braille display from your iPhone uh, it's on your Braille It's a sledgehammer to crack a nut, though, is it not? Well, it depends. Yeah, kind of. It depends on your use case. I mean, you can connect it up to your computer as well, your Mac or Windows through USB. Um, but it, there, there is a, a terminal. I think it's called, is it the terminal key on there? Um, you need to enter terminal mode and then it will just be how do you want to connect to the terminal? It's USB or Bluetooth. You choose Bluetooth and then you can just pair it as you normally would. Um, in iOS, you would go to accessibility, voiceover, Braille, and you should see the Braille you know, note listed it, there. It's really interesting you say that because the reason I, I assumed that wasn't the case was because I had a demonstration of the Braille note touch and that was the very question I asked the representative from Humanware. Well, can I use this with other devices? And they said, we don't advise it. Um, oh, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And that's why I didn't go for it in the end. I went for the Focus 40 because I thought, well, I want something I can can get connect, if I can say it, to multiple <laughs> devices. Um, I didn't want something that was standalone entirely. And I wasn't too comfortable with the Android tablet to do that. Well, so. the whole point when it comes that's to Braille is, is, you know, the expense of that Braille display, those Braille mm. cells, you want to be able to use them wherever. So <laughs> yeah, you exactly. should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, there you go, Philip. I am firmly being put in my place um, on that one. Well um, done, Sean. Yeah, well Thank done, you. Sean. For, I, I knew there was a reason we had you here every week. I <laughs> always wondered what it was, but now we've figured it out. I'll He's, go away again. Stephen, you <laughs> yes. are the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it. Uh, okay, well, look, that's it for us this week. Um, we are back again next week at the same time. Of course, you can always uh, get in touch with us, leave a voicemail or an email. Uh, you can call 844-971-1999. You can text that number as well. 844-971-1999. Um, call or text that number. You can also email us feedback at doubletap.online. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you've been screaming at the radio all the way through this, then uh, you can uh, get in touch and share your thoughts for next week. Uh, Sean Priest, Mark Aflalo, thank you, guys. Thank you. And we'll catch you again next time on uh, Double Tap Canada. Remember, we're available as a podcast. You can go back and listen to our previous episodes and join in the conversation, as I say, by calling or email. Catch you again next week.
Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at doubletap.online. We're also on Twitter at DoubleTap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Download the AMI app now. Catch up on episodes of Double Tap TV. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.